Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic with you this afternoon. Hope you're having a good week. We're running towards the weekend. Uh, going to be a busy weekend. It's been kind of a wild, weird, weird week. Um, been a lot going on. Had to do a little traveling this weekend as well, but I wanted to share just some thoughts with you today. Really, don't really have a lot of notes prepared. I found some scripture to, that, that really set in with me today concerning kind of my thoughts. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts on today. And, and, and I'm and I'm kind of going to pick at your brain a little bit because I believe that a lot of us are kind of in this same place today. The, the title <laughs> that I put on this little word today is not everything is as it seems. You know, we, we look at things going on in our world today. There's lots of things. There's lots of chaos. There's lots of stuff that makes no sense. There's lots of things that we look at and we think, yeah, that ain't right. There's lots of things that appear right, but have us wondering, is it or is it not? We're going to have to wait and see. So, so it brought me to this thought today. And, and I saw a lot of discussion going on on social media today concerning a few little items of interest, one being the sale of Twitter and things of that nature. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people questioning the goods and the bads. There's a lot of people questioning people involved who at one point we kind of thought was one of the bad guys. And now all of a sudden we're thinking, well, maybe he's one of the good guys, but yet he's still got a lot of the bad guy baggage. So see what I'm saying? Not everything is as it seems. There's just a lot of stuff that we encounter in life that that we come to find out maybe down the road that it wasn't quite what it was projected to be, or maybe it wasn't quite what it was presented to be, or maybe we simply scrape the dirt off the top of it and we see it for what it really is. And it happens a lot in our life. If you really think back on many things that you've encountered throughout your lifetime, you're going to recognize some of these moments. And and I and I got to thinking, Lord, I need to put some sort of parameter about this. How do I how do I see this? How do I determine this? How do I how do I use my discernment to know what's right, what's wrong, what to adhere to, what to run away from, what to to take for a grain of salt and what to take as something solid and and one of the scriptures that I came to is our James chapter one, verse 16 through 17. And it says, do not be misled, my beloved brothers and sisters. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never changes. That, that's a solid piece of scripture. God doesn't change. You know, we, we, we see a reflection today of our society who likes to think that because society has changed, that all of a sudden God is saying, hey, you know what? Maybe I've been a little too strict. So let's relax those rules because times have changed. People have changed. You know, now it's all about flowers and fog and smoke and whatever. That's, that's not a truth. Because the Bible says that I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. God doesn't change. And he's literally given a warning here. Don't be misled. Don't, don't be confused. 
Don't don't buy into a non-truth because I don't change. Every good thing, every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from me, the Father of light. I, I am the creator and the sustainer of the heavens. There is no variation. There's no rising or setting. There's no shadow cast from my turning, for I am perfect and I never change. I mean, that's God speaking to us. That he doesn't change. Nothing in this, nothing in this world will create God or make God change anything about who he is. It doesn't matter how you bat your eyelashes at him or, or that pouting face. He's, he doesn't change his word, nor does he change his ways. And there's always going to be, someone's going to have to answer for their actions according to the word of God. We, we have to. So. That took me to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 through 10, says this, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any sin, you who are spiritual, that is, you who are responsive to the guidance of the Spirit, you are to restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness, not with a sense of superiority or self-righteousness, keeping a watchful eye on yourself so that you are not tempted as well. But just that alone, right, right in the beginning of this, speaks volumes to us. You know, if we run, if, if one of our brothers or sisters falls, if, if one of them stumbles and falls, the, 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 those who are around them who are spiritual, be responsive. Be guided by the Spirit. Restore such a person in a spirit of gentleness. Not one of them lashes, you know, don't, don't give them a lashing, but not with a sense of superiority or self-righteousness as if it couldn't happen to us too. Because we need to keep an eye on it that we don't become tempted in the same way. It goes on to say, carry one another's burdens in this way. You will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. That is the law of Christian love. God, God commanded us to love one another. For if anyone thinks he is something special, when in fact he is nothing special except in his own eyes, he deceives himself. But each one must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, his attitudes, and behavior. And then he can have a personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to someone else. We don't need to compare ourselves to someone else. I have struggled with that, you know, especially as I, as I developed into ministry. Because it's like you see all these powerful ministers. You see all these people who who draw throngs of crowds and who, who woo the audience and who can do all these amazing things through the power of God. And, and I'm over here going, well, I'm just over here blowing on a duck call or talking about turkeys. or so, But we, we have to understand that we're created each individually. Don't deceive ourselves. We don't have to be anybody else. We need to carefully scrutinize our own action, attitude, and behavior that we're being obedient to whatever it is that God has given us to do. There's a personal satisfaction that comes and an inner joy that, that we don't need to compare ourselves to someone else. God created us each unique for a purpose. Remember Jeremiah chapter 1 says, I knew you before I ever formed in your mother's womb. I'd already set you apart to be a voice to the nations. I didn't set you apart to be like Jim Bob. I set you apart as my creation to be a voice to the nation in your voice, the voice I gave you. He goes on to say, 
For every person will have to bear with patience his own burden or faults and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible. The one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher, continuing to his spiritual and material support, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Every person has to bear our own burden. We have to deal with our own faults, our own shortcomings, and, we're, and we are responsible. When we stand before the Lord, God's not going to ask me about you, and he's not going to ask you about me. He's going to ask you about you, and he's going to ask me about me. Because we're responsible for ourselves and our own shortcomings and our own faults. It goes on again to say, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he'll reap. Now, we understand this, this sowing and reaping thing, right? For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful impulses, will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. It's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, sowing and reaping is pretty easy to understand. It's a pretty common sense principle. Whatever you plant, that's what's going to grow. That whatever, whatever seed you put in the ground is what's going to spring forth life. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap if we do not give in. Again, there, there's some things involved in this that I'm having to deal with. I'm, I'm, I'm not a patient person, and I'm having to wait for the proper time. The, the seeds that have been planted, the, the ground that I've broken, the, the tilling that I've done, the, the, the planting that I've done, the watering that I've done, until the proper time, I'm not going to see anything from that, and I can't give up in the process. And he closes this passage of Scripture out with this. So then, while we as individual believers have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being, and especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith, born-again believers. We're to help everyone. We're, we're to go out of our way to do good to all people. Not, not just being helpful, but also doing what promotes their spiritual well-being. We're to invest in them spiritually. We're, we're to pour into them. That Remember, we, you know, I, I use a phrase from time to time called iron sharpening iron. Matter of fact, I think I say it about every day now. But that, that's investing spiritually in somebody. We need to be doing that with one another. We need to be investing in each other spiritually and especially to be a blessing to those in the household of faith, are our fellow believers, our fellow uh, people who we walk with spiritually. That, that those ones who have our back, those ones that we stand around with iron sharpening iron. We need to we need to make sure that we're a blessing to each other, lifting each other up, praying for each other, caring for one another. You know, I love <laughs> I love watching people because, you know, people people will always say, hey, man, how you doing? They really don't want you to tell them how you're doing. You know, you ever know that maybe maybe we're guilty of that, too. You know, maybe we're guilty of saying, hey, how you doing? And we don't really want to know your answer. We're just being cordial. But yet we've asked a question. We need to be prepared for that answer because oftentimes someone needs someone to talk to. Someone needs to be 
held accountable. Someone needs to be lifted up. Someone needs to be prayed for. Someone needs to offload a burden. We need to be that listening ear, and we need to be there spiritually for them. Be careful. Be careful that we don't fall into temptation alongside of them. We have to guard our hearts, remember? Don't be misled. Don't be deceived. There's a lot of things going on that that maybe isn't quite what it seems out there today. Don't let your guard down. I tell people constantly that we are to weigh things against the Word of God. Don't take my word for it. Don't take any other man's word for it. Put it against the Word of God. Judge whatever you're being told, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're reading, and place it against the Word of God. There are a lot of issues out here today that people get so balled up about that are simply not heaven or hell issues. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an issue that, depending on your decision, will either take you to heaven or send you to hell. You need to pay attention to those types of decisions. But there's a lot of garbage in the air today that simply has no bearing on our eternity. Many times we find ourselves caught up in things that don't really matter. Put yourself in a place where you seek out wisdom, discernment, truth. Weigh everything against the Word of God. Don't just take it because it's on social media or because someone you know might have said it. Because someone you know might have said something that they didn't research. There's a lot of stuff out there today, and we are being deceived on a regular basis. We're being handed a lie almost daily today. You can't believe anything you are hearing or seeing on any of our mainstream media. Uh, Shoot, they can't even get the weather right. How are they going to tell us about eternal things, right? I mean, pay attention. Not everything is as it seems. Always, always, always seek the Lord in your decisions and in your final count on what's going on around you. Because it's in Him that we will find truth. This world has none to offer. The Word of God gives us what we need. Get in it. Get in a tight relationship with the Lord. Be with Him on a daily basis. Listen, if you're married and you don't talk to your wife for two or three days, what kind of relationship do you think you're going to have? Well, I know some of them wives might be glad you don't talk to them for two or three days, but I'm just telling you, your relationship is skewed if that's how it is. We need a constant level of relationship, not only with our family and our friends, but especially with our Lord. We've got to learn to talk to him on a constant level, a regular, but the Bible says that we're to pray without ceasing. I know I make a lot of jokes about that when people say, hey, let's pray over the meal, And my question is, is when did you stop? Because the Bible told us we're to pray without ceasing. Yeah, I know it's a dad joke, but it is what he said. We're to pray without, we're to be in constant communion with the Lord. Spend some time working on that. Not everything in this world is as it seems, but he is a solid truth. He is a, 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 a fountain of truth. He is a standard that we can set our life against. That's what we have to do. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this pours into somebody today. I know it did me. <laughs> I, know, I get in the Word and I, and I love finding these nuggets of treasure and truth. And I pray that they do something for you as well. Always put your life in front of the Lord. Always put your life on the Word. Stand on the Word. Walk with Him before anybody else. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you so much. If you can support us financially, all of our giving links are on our webpage, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. 
You can find them on our Facebook page, pinned right to the top of the Living Light Outdoors page on Facebook. There's a little lengthy thing with a picture of me and my beautiful bride. And in that are all those giving links. You can support us right here on the podcast if you choose. Some do. We love that. We thank you for those who give financially. We need your financial support. God is pouring into us. Uh, We're trusting him for all things. We have many things ahead of us that need to be done. Uh, Unfortunately, in our world today, they they do require financial matters. So we're relying on him to provide. If he uses you to do so, I know he'll bless you in return. Amen. Continue to pray with us. Continue to walk with us. Partner with us in this journey as we as we battle our way through to the end. In the end, we will overcome. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.